Welcome back to your show, Reality. Wait, scratch that. Wicka, 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 wicka. It's not reality. It's heaven and hell. I don't know why I said reality. Probably because it's like, finally done with reality. Well, these bugs. Anyways, moral of the story is, is that uh, heaven and hell is the name of the show, Joe. What is the heaven and hell? What is the heaven and hell? Heaven. Heaven. Too much of heaven can bring you underground. Too much of heaven can bring you underground. Eiffel 65, too much of heaven. All Today all people worship is just the dollar bill. Just the dollar bill. Whatever. Anyways, we're here to talk about things in society, social cases, social norms, presidency, what's going on, sports, women, we got to love women, put them in the category too, women, aruga, um, essentially, we debuted two new episodes from season one. I have the date of the release set to last week or this week or whatever. Uh, Judgment and Mind vs. Spirit. They're from season one. I had found them in my archives. So now we have we have season one. So Judgment and Mind vs. Spirit. Add those to season one. That's 48 episodes to season one. Good job, Joe, for finding the lost episodes. Now we find ourselves in the midst of L is for the way you love for me. Not very many people listen to that one, love. Then we have the transistor. And we haven't had very much success on Transistor. Essentially, does anybody even care about heaven and hell anymore? Well, I tell you, I got 2,700 naturally grown listens to heaven and hell. I think that's personally, you know, a pretty good achievement to have 2,700 listens to my show, Heaven and Hell. Back in the day, when I was doing reality on Podbean, I was surprised that I had made it my way up to 2,000 downloads on the series Reality. Now, since I deleted that and reposted it on Anchor, it roughly only has 1,000 to 1,500 downloads for a different audience or either the same audience or an audience that it was familiar with my product of reality. Essentially... Where are we in end times? Well, things seem to be getting back to normal. Vaccine, no, no mark of the beast. Um, we seem to be seeing that uh, Trump's out of the office and the crazy conspiracy theories can come to an end. But somewhere, somehow, these things still make connections. But it's like, is it, is it a far reach or is it a reality connection? As far as evidence to support the fact that we are moving into 
the end of the world. Well, heaven would tell us we're going to live on earth and we're going to get by just fine. There's a lot of Christians. There's a lot of Christian movement. There's a lot of alternative programming if you want to incorporate Christian behavior in your entertainment and in your lifestyle. Um, so there's reason to believe that the heaven is, is that we don't have to go through tribulation while we're still on just this generation. The newfound information is, is that the world is now what I say is 4,000 years old. 4,000 years old. 4,004 B.C. So it's 6,000, 6,025 right now since the first man, Adam. And it says that he was born on October 23rd. So the first man, Adam, was born on October 23rd, 4,004 B.C. Now that's some trivia, and I got it from an article. So I don't know if all people are going to carbon date the same. If carbon dating is accurate whatsoever, I don't know. But it said that within those 4,000 years, you have the flood, you have the, the, the extinction of the dinosaurs, which I think what wiped out the dinosaurs was the flood, right? Right. And even after that, you have stories of animals that are in the sea that, uh, that are in the biblical story as well as, in, as they are in the Holy Bible. And about my anointment. Yes, my anointment. What's that about in 6022? Well, we've already passed that. That was three years ago. So three years ago, I was 27. And I guess what happened when I was 27 was I started to become more religious. I was born again. Uh, I was born again for the second time. The first time was with the Holy Spirit and water. And the second time was renewing my born again, being born again again, being saved once more and being rededicating myself to studying religion. So was I born again twice or born again once? I was born again once, but I rededicated myself another time as I was slipping away from it, as I had given up my faith, because it has not delivered me from my mental illness, thus making me bitter from that reason why I why I couldn't be delivered from my mental illness? I don't know. I was, I was angry about it. I was like, why can't the Lord just deliver me and make me not mentally ill anymore? Why? Why can't I lose weight? Why can't I have the energy that I had before? Says that he's a healer of, of all things and he loves to heal. That's what God loves to do for us. That's what Lord Jesus Christ loves to do for us. But, uh, you know, perhaps it would be my trial that I stand on that, uh, I have this trial that I have to deal with my mental illness and it's how I deal with my trial and fighting the good fight of my life to see what rewards I get in heaven. Um, some people would say, Oh, I, I had the same thing you had Joe, but Jesus healed me from it. Are you just acting up and are you just being wrong and bad? And I'd say, no, I'm not being wrong and bad. I'm just, just kind of indifferent about it. You know, I can only not sin for so long before I have to commit a sin because sinning is what's natural. Most people sin every day, thousands of times a day, not even noticing or not, a scene, not even blinking an eye at it because it feels good. And I think that 
if we try to restrain ourselves from committing sin, we're taking the harder path to go down. So my anointment was three years ago. Yes, I consider it 2017 when I was in the hospital. And I had a pastor come and actually bless me and anoint me to be being saved. Rather than my own metaphysical determination that was a re-baptism, or maybe it was the baptism, but actually repenting and becoming born again, maybe I was baptized in Christ and the Holy Spirit came upon me when I was first sick um, in 2012, but then maybe perhaps... It wasn't until a pastor came and, and blessed me and, and said that you are you are born again, you are uh, you are saved, to where I can confidently say I was baptized and I was born again through water and through spirit, and then I was born through uh, my dedication to Christ Almighty. So that's uh, that's a good thing. And my anointment has passed, and I have only grown stronger with my dedication to studying the Bible. And what does that mean for anybody else? It means that I'm going to have good commitment to this stuff that I'm talking about. And, you know, there may not be an episode for a while because I may be fresh out of ideas. Yes, I've talked about a great deal of things. You know, I would never have had the idea to talk about mind versus spirit right now. But because it happened so many years ago, I, at that time, I was thinking about the mind and the spirit. And still, somewhat of what I said then still pertains and holds true to L today. So it's like, okay, what can I say today that's new that I haven't touched on, that I haven't talked about? And how, where can I take the series from here? We want to know what heaven is. And we want to know what hell is, right? We look at the perennial concept of the series, what is heaven and what is hell? Jesus doesn't talk about much about heaven and hell in his sermons, but it is talked about in the Bible. And we've talked about it on recap, heaven, hell, and God. But hell can be on earth with you and your personality and heaven can be on earth with you in your personality. And God can be you, in you, in your personality. So heaven, hell, and God are all within you. They are all activated by what you do. The less you sin, the more you dedicate yourself to Christ and being Christ-like, the more you fill yourself with God, God's Word, the Holy Spirit, the more you become more aware of the heavenly side of the gospel and, and your heavenly side on earth. The more we fill ourselves with destruction, evil, negativity, sin, the more we're going to feel the wrath of hell. It's as simple as that. And... I think that we, we all want to do is we all we all want to... Be dedicated Christians. I know I want to. 
I, I want to get a job. I want to get a job at the Salvation Army. They're a Christian group, organization. And I could get a job at the Salvation Army working, having it, you know, work with me. And, you know, I could have my ticket to work and I could do all that type of stuff. And I would feel comfortable. But then I'd have to get a bigger vehicle so I can drive, four-wheel drive, out of my driveway. Because pulling out of my driveway, I have to go uphill. And in the snow, in the winter, it's hard to do so. So, I would want to get his job at the Salvation Army. Who knows how much longer I'm going to be doing podcasts for. I love doing podcasts. Radio is my gig. You know, radio is my my gig. My gigabyte. Giggity, giggity. Uh, no, we're not doing giggity, giggity from uh, Family Guy. Says, uh, what's his name? Quagmire. <laughs> oh, right. Right? Why, Peter? I don't know. <laughs> that was my Joe Swanson. It wasn't very good, was it? No, Steph Myers is probably an atheist as well. And he'll he's had his time and fame and fortune, and you know, it'll, it'll come to an end. You know who else is an atheist? Is uh Larry King. He just died. Larry King is an atheist. You know, these people who claim and he's like, I believe in a higher intelligence, like aliens. Like, so you believe in aliens. Just say you believe in aliens. So we know that you are saying that you believe in aliens. Okay? I'm not one to criticize a legendary broadcaster, but, I mean, the guy was an atheist. Obviously, we we, we have a big difference in opinion on God and, and the idea that there is no God. Not so far off from the truth, are we, Joe? Not so far off from the truth? The truth is the Bible, and the truth is stating things that are factual. The truth is not always logical. It is not always scientifically proven. The truth is and remains available to everyone to proclaim and say, Thou shalt not covet against thy neighbor. Thou shall not lie, you know, say li say lies against one another. Thy shall be with one another, and thy shall uh, love one another. You know, we see Jesus was a very loving person. And he loved all the humans on earth. And he, he especially loves those who believe on him. So, when you believe in Jesus, you will be blessed. When you have put your faith and your confidence in your Lord, your God, your King, Jesus... Say the earth is a spirit. You know, they say there's Mother Earth, Father Spirit, you know, as in, you know, Father God is a spirit, not a person. But he's not necessarily just a spirit because they say he will sit on the right hand, providing that God has a hand, as God is a human as well, you know. But 
essentially it just could be also interpreted as Jesus's right hand, as in like what he does in the right way with his right hand. Um, I know Catholics believe that the father is also a impiction or a picture of a person. And that could be seen as true. Essentially, we get to, we get to talk about uh, I don't know. I lost my I lost my thought. I'm losing it, folks. I'm losing my blessed nature. I'm losing my Holy Spirit delivering unto you. What did you really drive out of this episode? What did you really get out of it? I know I've talked about a few things, but the knowledge of the fact that what did you really get out of it? Just more personality about me. You know, because I'm talking to you about my experience, and I'm talking to you about what I think in context to religious topics. And if you haven't had enough of me after 260 episodes of Just Joe doing his podcast, then uh, I, I don't know what, what you could possibly, your, your endurance is great <laughs> because uh, I'm not as interesting as the Holy Bible and my endurance is for me to keep in contact with what the Holy Bible says, but my endurance for producing these shows comes upon my knowledge and I feel as if I'm lacking in knowledge. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray right now. I'm going to say, dear Lord God, Jesus Christ, dear Lord God, Father God, dear Lord God, the Holy Spirit, please bless me with some more wisdom. Please bless me with wisdom so I can, so I can continue on producing my series, Heaven and Hell. Dear Lord, help me to learn new things to talk about new ideas. I've talked about a lot of different ideas and I'm running out of topics to talk about. Please be with me in my broadcast career and help shape and direct the path that I am going towards when I get on air to do a show. Dear Lord, thank you for what you have given me thus far in all the 95, this be the 96th episode of Heaven and Hell. If perhaps we only go up to 100, then we'll make it 100. But I, I thoroughly enjoy doing this show. And I don't know what my future has in store for me. But I'm willing to go in the direction that you lead me, Lord. Thank you and amen. So, you know, the Lord is, is with me. The Lord is helping me out on these shows. I've gotten all my ideas from the Holy Spirit that I've talked about. And I've been trying to maintain a good personality throughout, trying to be funny, trying to be smart, trying to be entertaining. I got rid of my bad episodes that are explicit because they don't represent me and I don't really like those. Um, 
where to go next. You know, the first season was almost 50 episodes. The season two and season three was like 25 episodes. Now, season four was like 23 or 22 episodes. Now, season five is going to be roughly episodes up to 100 or 105 or 110. I don't know how much more I have in me. I don't know how much more I can produce of this. But I want to talk about the heaven and I want to talk about the hell. The heaven is when you put yourself in the frame of mind where you do only things that are pleasing to the Lord, he gives you a state of mind that is heavenly. When you do things that are contradictory to the state of mind of the Lord, then he puts you in some hell. You know, it's like, why do good people get punished for being good? They don't. Maybe they're not acknowledging the Lord in all of their works and saying that that came from me, saying, no, it came from the Lord. Like if you donate something, who does that come from? Does that come from you or does that come from the Lord? It comes from the Lord because he was the one telling you that you should buy these hats and gloves for these people and give to charity. You should be the one to acknowledge the Lord in, in all of your successes, that it wasn't just you who did it. It was the Lord who helped you achieve all of your successes. You know, the, the hell is arrogance or smoking a cigar, arrogance and pride. Arrogance, pride, greed, envy, lust, you know, coveting, lying, murder. These things are wrong. Pride essentially is wrong. And people talk about pride in the Lions organization like one pride. You know, it's like, no. You should not be prideful, you know. You should not be prideful. Prideful is, you know, play for honor. You know, if you play for honor, if you play with religion, incorporate religion into your game plan, and you play a, a good contextual, contextual, uh, putting context in the duel, in the battle, in the verse, putting the context of the Bible and all the things that you do, you'll become successful. Perhaps the reason why the Lions have not been very successful in Detroit is because they have been playing pridefully. They've been playing pridefully, and, and they ever you ever notice that they have one superstar in an era? You know, versus was Barry Sanders, then Calvin Johnson. Now it's Matthew Stafford. You know, you have one superstar. They should be playing for the overall honor of people and of the teams and of the, the competitiveness and play like you're a Christian or a Christian knight or a lion, you know, who is not to devour as the devil would, but to be bold and brave and strong like our Father is and like our God, Lord Jesus Christ is. And play with not just, you know, the spirit of strength and which is when is which is which is what is within thyself, but play with the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, when you see the power of the Holy Spirit and what that does, 
I know a couple times this season I prayed that the Lions would score with this person, and they did, and they helped me win my fantasy football. So, you know, never before would I pray and would it would it work out to where the fantasy football was was a success and be like, can you please let this guy score, God? I need these points in fantasy football. And then he scores. And then you're like, thank you, God. You know, you just like you just see evidence like that. You know, but it should not be used in gambling because gambling is the devil's tool to recruit people and allow them to crumble. We see all these things on TV about gambling now. No, sorry, not good. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not good. So in everything that you do, there's heaven and there's hell. There's a good feeling and there's a bad feeling. There's depression and there's joy. You know, what's the opposite of depression? Happy, right? You're either happy or you're sad. You're either depressed or you're joyful. Let us become, at the best, even keeled on a balanced seesaw with heaven and hell. And if we get a little bit of heaven, let us not destroy it by going back to hell, but let us maintain that. But it's always hard because in our nature we do commit sin. So by that means... We have to balance out the heaven and the hell and become baseline. We cannot do too much good. Otherwise, we will feel the wrath all at one time of our sinful, prideful nature. I know I was talking about in Transistor that it's okay to listen to aggressive music and negative music, but I think that that is after you had already achieved your heavenly state of being is when you go into that hellish listening mode where you hear all these bad things and you think to yourself, okay, they're bad. They're not that good. Not that good lyrics. Not not the best thing to listen to. But it necessarily changes and brings you into the hell mode and it's not necessarily good, but perhaps you need that to go into the heaven mode. If you get what I'm saying, heaven and hell cannot exist without one another, essentially. They are both real places. Heaven is, is in the sky, in the stars, in the universe. It is a place that humans cannot go unless they are invited by God to go while they are still alive, in which they do not return to earth, such as Enoch. Okay, but hell is a place that you go underneath the earth where there's burning fire and your soul is tormented for days and days, days on end, days without relentless, relentless uh, days, essentially. So basically what I'm saying is we're running out of ideas. We're just talking up a storm. Thanks for tuning in, and, you know, tune in to some of the old episodes. I don't want to tell you, you know, the new episodes are, are better, or they are better. You know, perhaps for a while they were better and more well put together, but go back and uh, listen to some of the old episodes of Heaven and Hell and tell me what you think. You know, I, I'd like to have some of those active in the in the fresh minds of people in society, because that's where everything stems from. And if I can't branch off and create more content from that, 
like I've already done through season five, then perhaps it's time to change and, you know, may, maybe make a new show. But I don't know. It's all up in the air. And you are the audience, and you're what I'm trying to keep or gain new or be relevant about. You'll be relevant to the audience that I have. So anyways, I'm Joe Wilmot. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next time on Heaven and Hell for JCHW Radio, presenting Joe Wilmot's Heaven and Hell.